Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are Podcast. This is Camp Slash Horrorcast, Season 3, Episode 22, Phil Tippett's Mad God. If this is your first time checking out the podcast network, we appreciate it. Please head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just a reminder, Camp Slash Horrorcast is a weekly live video cast available on Twitch and YouTube. We go live every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv backslash wearepodcastnetwork and youtube.com backslash wearepodcastnetwork. As the Camp Slash Horrorcast is live, I will not be editing the audio for this podcast. So what you saw live is what you get here. Please come watch the stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And if you want to see the previous streams, go check out our Twitch or YouTube channel. And for a full list of future films we'll be watching, please head over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. All links can be found in the description. And with that, on to the horror cast. Hey everybody, welcome to Camp Slash Warcast, where we talk horror movies from the past every Monday at 8pm Central Time. I'm your head kid counselor, Duck. This is going to be weird because I don't have any audio uh, blog verbs, whatever to take from it. Anyhow, we are here with other head camp counselors. We got Raph Ramirez. How are you doing, Raph? Fantastic. Fuck yeah, throwing up the deuces. Boom, boom, boom. Next, we got Javi Bears. No, Byron, sorry. Javi, how are you, sir? I'm great. Fuck yeah. Bears. Happy birthday, Javi. This is Javi's birthday pick. Happy birthday. So happy birthday as of tomorrow. Ooh, 35, right? 35, baby. Scared. He's Fuck scared, no. Javi. I can't <laughs> wait. I'm five years from being half dead. I, I see me living another 24 years and I'm good to go. Done. Wait, your math is a little off there, bro. No, I play on <laughs> late 50s, early 60s. I don't want to live to see 80. If I live to see 80, I want to be so fucking pissed and may just suicide out of spite. You gotta call it unalive yourself so we don't get marked by the I want to unalive out of spite. Drop moment right there. God damn. Well, next we got Miles Francis. Miles, how are you, sir? Not high enough. I thought I said that. <laughs> Smoke it, man. Smoke it. Legalize it. Don't deny it. And finally, we got the amazing David Jessup. Yes, Woo! David is here. Woo! Welcome back. How are you, we David? Fucking done aliens. Yeah, we could have done aliens, but we'll save it. We'll save it. We got this. We got this. David, how are you? Oh, uh, it's okay. 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 We'll go with okay. Uh, guys, we watched Phil Tippett's Mad God. Uh, it was released oh, last year on August 5th, 2021, with a running time of 80 minutes. This movie is hard as hell to find. Synopsis, a corroded diving bell descends amidst a ruined city, and the assassin emerges from it to explore a labyrinth of bizarre landscapes inhabited by freakish, freakish denizens. Yes, this movie is an acid trip of a movie. It is out there and fucking wild and stop motion. Javi, why'd you why'd you pick this one? You picked Aliens originally. We decided to put that in the back burner. What made you pick Phil Tippett's Mad God? Well, I find that my niche is animation in this cast. Like I, I hate I hate you with the wild cards. I hit you with like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Or maybe you do. But there was just something about that uh Phil Tippett's work. This story really got me. What really made me interested in this one was uh, the whole story behind the making of this. Like, this guy he had his own production company. This was going to be, like, his pet project, and he wanted to do it, but it wasn't coming out how he wanted it, and he was just, like, facing setbacks. And he just shelved it until, like, somebody convinced him to, like, bring out a work. And that was all the way back in 1987. And uh, it was, like, him and a handful of animators that volunteered their time to get this shit done. Yes. So he, he w- It's amazing. It's an amazing piece of work. Yeah, so he he put it on the back burner for about 20 years. And then they worked on this bad boy on the weekends. And that's why I said, David, you need to make a movie, dude. You, you yeah, for it. real, dude. Yeah, man. Because yeah. this is so... If I have to sit through own. an hour and a half of stop motion, I'd much rather be a friend of mine. weird enough. What was that, Raph? I said, this wasn't weird enough. It wasn't weird enough, but fuck it. Let's get into it. Okay, what a... What the fuck are you talking about? All right. I will. I, I have issues with the movie. We'll, we'll talk about it. But beginning off, like, it, did anyone get high before they watched this? And I'm talking like high. Yeah. I got high both times I saw it. Yeah. So, oh, you watched it twice? Yeah. So back in November, then I saw it again today. Holy shit. You have history. Where'd you go see it? I saw it illegally online because I don't pay to go movies. It's fucking COVID. I bring the movies to me. 
Shame, 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 dude. Shame, shame, shame. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a, an interesting movie. I don't know if I'd say it's a fun movie, but it's definitely an interesting movie. Um, like, it, like I, if you have anxiety, it's going to it's gonna be a bad time for you. Yeah, I think the so. The whole time I was watching it, which I was on, like, the usual amount of marijuana that I'd call my baseline, but, like, I, I was like... <laughs> I wish I was on acid because like it do- it did look like it would be an incredible ride on acid. But as is for me, it was just too long and too weird. Like it was fun for a little <laughs> bit. And then I'm like 30 minutes in and I'm like, all right, I feel like I've exhausted the sober <laughs> intake of this style of content. Well, like, uh, well, by the time, time the second assassin shows up, I mean, I like the long takes. The long takes are great. It, at the beginning of the movie, it feels very different in the beginning than it does in the second assassin. Yeah, for like two different movies. Yeah, because when the second assassin shows up, the first thing I noticed when the the original assassin shows up, the dissension of the the carbo nano tube that he's in or whatever that goes down, that's stop motion like pretty much the whole way down. The second assassin, it's literally Photoshop. Whenever he goes down, it just doesn't look the same. <laughs> and everything is less interesting with the second assassin. Whereas the first one, you're going through this hellscape of machinery and different processes and like people on toilets, giant people being electrocuted on toilets, shitting into the mouth of demons. Like it's fucking amazing. And it's got to be nightmare fuel. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I think that's the part because the second assassin, you're getting the perspective from the scientists who send and send him down. It because you're, I think he's just watching it through the computer. That's why you don't get that. Like, well, that's why I got confused. I was like, was it the same assassin? But it wasn't. I didn't know. No, it wasn't. I feel like I would have really benefited if this movie had subtitles because a lot of times I had no idea what was going on. Well, the dialogue in it was fucking amazing. I love it. <laughs> when he said his lines, I was like, wow. What, what an, he needs an Oscar. Enjoying this episode? Go check out Geekster, a dating and friends app for geeks that focuses on common interests as a way to make meaningful connections. Download today on the App Store or click the link in the description to find out more. Geekster, this is what happens when nerds collide. Geekster, available on iOS and Android. David, how did you feel about it? Um, I mean, it does feel like a movie that took 30 years to make because it feels <laughs> like, and what, what I mean by that is you can tell that the sections of this movie were done separately. Yeah. You know, and also, man, when the, when real humans are in this movie, it fucking sucks. Uh, like the, the doctor with the long fingernails, yeah, the kids at the end, mm-hmm. anytime there are actual, now I did like the doctors. I thought that was cool because they were filmed in stop motion. You know, there's a, there's a great stop motion movie called The uh, Adventures of Tom Thumb, and they have real human actors in it, but they're filmed as, as stop motion. Right. And right. that fits. But anytime you had a, the human guy with the long fingernails acting and the little kids, it takes away from the movie. <laughs> Those fingernails weren't even that impressive either. Like, if no. they're going for creepy, they should have gone bigger, because I, I know at least three women personally that have nails. <laughs> that. The fucking gr- the greeter at Walmart down the road has nails, like fucking demon. It's crazy. Uh, no, I agree with you. And what's interesting about that surgery scene is the way they filmed it is they actually filmed it backwards and then cut out this different frames of it to make it look stop motion. So the whole time you're watching it and like the gore from the surgery just keeps coming out of that body and coming out of that body. Dude, that is a spacious oh, cadaver, bro. There's yeah. a lot of, <laughs> a lot of room in there. Yeah. And it's and the stuff that's being pulled out of the body is supposed to represent stuff from wartime, like World War II time and stuff yeah. like that. And so that that's intriguing. But I mean, pulling out the little demon baby, I don't know what that was supposed to mean. But I guess the whole movie is about creationism. I, what so I it, took away from it. Go ahead, Rap. Well, I was going to say, if uh, you think about it, when uh, if you're looking at the surroundings of it, and the people that start getting destroyed by that monolith, you know, that flying uh, giant stones, you, you, you're, you're, in your mind, you're thinking they're giant stones and they're, 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 getting, they're crushing these people. Those people are dust bunnies. Everything is so small. The, the world is, they're, 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 they're tiny. In the long run, they're just dust bunnies, and and now is a great time to point out that Raph's the only one that watched this on mushrooms, and I think it's really showing. Right <laughs> well, they're drones. I mean, they're drones. They're supposed to be, and that's why it's supposed that one little scene where he looks at the one and he kind of looks at him like he has consciousness, and then the demon, the the thing with big balls comes out and crushes it to death. 
that drone wasn't supposed to have consciousness and that it was reaching out beyond what its existence was in that moment and trying to reach for help yeah. and it didn't get it. Um, like they were just like, they were just like, it, that was a great take. <laughs> on I, I, my take, my take on it when I saw it was, uh, you know, it was like a good metaphor for capitalism. Just like everybody just like mindlessly working their bodies away. And like, you could die and there's going to be another person right behind you to continue the work that, you know, that you got killed doing. And it's like, it's all, it really doesn't matter. They're just, we're, they're pawns. I they're that nothing. Too, yeah. Yeah, it definitely, and that's what's that, Raph? The assassins, they themselves were just pawns, like those people were being used by the scientists. And who was the mad fucking god at the end? Here's my theory. Okay. All right. First of all, I think the mad god was the weird nose creature. And I think the long nail creature was the devil. And I think that's what's going on. And I think the, the, what you're supposed to take about away from this movie is God is cruel and he doesn't give a fuck about you. And I think mm-hmm. that that's what you take away if the big nose creature is God because he's got his little pets in that little jar and he spreads down the maggots and then the little pets eat. Right. And they're all happy. And it's the mama pet and the baby pet. And then all of a sudden he lets the little spider out because the spider is the real thing that he's going to feed. Those are just the mice. The spider is the snake for the, yeah. you know, for the feeding. And so yeah, they I would have th- just done that, like just that one part as a short film. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, this is dope. But there is a lot happening that you had to sit through before you got that takeaway. Well, I, I think I, I sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Dave. I'll get, I'll get, I agree with Miles. The movie, it should have ended. It should have been a short film and it should have ended when he was about to set off the bomb, the first assassin. Yeah. And then he gets eaten. Boom. End it. Make well, it that a, ten, was, a 10 minute short film. That was what it was initially. The 35 millimeter print was that portion of it. And they actually it feels like it. Those. Yeah. They, yeah, they he, got greedy. He said, he goes, <laughs> I want, I want 12 parts to this to make up the full movie. So that's when he ended up creating. And a lot of it is supposed to be nonsensical. A lot of it is just, well, I have this. Congratulations. Shit accomplished. <laughs> yeah. Mission accomplished. It, it, and that, and that's the, you know, you know what this, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the best parts of this movie and I'm going to put it together and make a three minute video and put tool music behind it because yes. that's how I, this will I work. I literally said while watching this today, like I, I'm not the biggest tool fan, but they're a band that I want to go see them live in concert, like when it's available to do so because they put on such a unique experience. And this reminded me of a tool music video. Well, I was yeah. thinking yeah. over that nine inch nails. I, th- I believe they have a video of stop motion. Uh no, I think you're thinking of Tool, man. You yeah, know, tool, maybe, tool. maybe you're thinking of uh, I wanna fuck you like an animal, where it's got like all the missing scenes and like the cuts going on, like that. That's very, a, that's very jerky. Yeah, that's yeah, very jerky. it has like yeah. a similar style. But but as far as stop motion videos of little creatures, it's pretty much Tool, and and then that's Closer, ba- that's the band that, the band that I just did. That's it. <laughs> Hang on, Wish yeah, awesome, David. Oh, uh, but yeah, it's oh, like sorry. You know, as much as I really love this movie, David is right. Like I know I really honed in on it on this second time watching it this morning. When you when it got to the live action and they weren't shot in stop motion, it, it really did take me out and it was a noticeable takeout. I was like, shit. And I didn't appreciate that. Like they should have like how they did the doctors. The doctors were shot in stop motion. Everything else was really unneeded. Like Dave, I think this movie was a perfect runtime of 45 minutes. Maybe half an hour. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a like, good half hour movie. Those first three parts were fucking amazing, but they kind of shit the bed after that. I yeah. mean, I did like the second assassin though. I fucked with him a lot. <laughs> Why? Because he's got the the motorcycle action figure and the jeep no, we, action figure. Like it's so know, boring. The second assassin comes in and he literally he rides around for long shots. But here's what here's why I like the second assassin. He actually was able to show like some emotion. Like you see him get frustrated and like slam the fucking radio because it wouldn't shut the fuck up. Or he like fucking looks at the bike and like fuck the wheel broke off and he just tosses it. I like like little shit like that that I liked about the second assassin. Well, I like the fact that the devil creature, the guy with the nails who has the witches underneath his uh, podium that he obviously preaches from. There's some Nazi symbolism and Catholicism and and Judaism with the the yarmulke. Uh, And so he sends down and I don't know if that's the mad God. Maybe it is. But he's obviously sent down a bunch of these assassins because there's a bunch of those bunch of suitcases. suitcases down there. And evidently the spider creature has murdered them all and nothing has ever worked. And I don't know what the point of it is. I, I haven't had enough time to sit on it and think about it. Uh, that's what I want to come trying to destroy. God. No, I think that Sorry. was a, a speak uh, like speaking to like 
just like if there is a God, like how many of his like disciples has he sacrificed all in his name to, you know, create a better version of like what he created? Like that's why he left. And then he had that, all those waiting. And he had all those people yeah. waiting. He had, he had a fucking army of fucking like assassins. Who's to say that those weren't just like his sons that he was just sending to sacrifice to pay the for the sins that he created? Fox, dude. That got fucks. <laughs> I mean, it's it's definitely. I think a lot of it is just to have nightmare imagery, though. I think that's what the point of the movie yeah. was was just I, to create something that, it, and it feels like a nightmare to me. I've had nightmares that look like that before. Good. I mom. think there's an extent to like why we all agree that the early part is is more enjoyable too. Is that it kind of burns you out with ridiculous nightmare imagery. Like you, you like it, it shows you so much so fast that by 20, 30 minutes in, you're just kind of not shocked by the, like what's supposed to be shocking anymore. Yeah. Well, that that's why when you go to a comedy club, you don't want the opener uh, talking about shit jokes and butt fucking. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. On the nose. bro. Uh, how about that big old cock and pussy in that building? Did y'all see that part? I was just like, why is Wait, this you, in you here? thought that was big? No, well, I mean, compared to mine, that was huge. Uh, I love, I love the little doll. How about the doll masturbating? I didn't that see was, the doll masturbating. It was in the Dude. corner. Yeah, she was like rubbing her clit. Oh yeah, okay. I remember yeah. when he, he goes into the monkey room, and then yeah. like, and that's why I was like, this is an allegory for keeping pets. I think is what it is, and like how we keep them caged up and stuff like that. And then I like in the house also whenever the girl is getting stabbed in the silhouette and she's giggling. That was so fucking creepy. I was like, but I figure these are, this is like the seven circles of hell, right? So maybe that's what I felt like too. It did. It did feel like he was going into Dante's Inferno. Yeah. The shitting in the, the shitting in the mouth, especially that is a direct correlation of one of the levels of uh, Dante's Inferno. And what's interesting is Phil Tippett does what you do, David. He just bought stuff and just uh, put stuff on it and changed it and repainted it. And some of the some of the puppets he made, but other ones he just like would buy McFarland toys and and cover them up with shit. And just that's why I'm like the whole time I'm watching this, I'm just like, this is a David Jessup. Like, he, yeah, he dude, I, I will say I did have, uh, you know, loving thoughts towards uh, David the whole movie. Like, yeah, you, you do this just in my opinion better, bro. Thank yeah. You. I think so, too. I think so, too, dude. I think your creations are demonic and and evil and amazing and and beautiful and all those things. So it's like it's crazy. And I don't know where in your brain the art comes from. I don't know if you just begin. I don't know if we want to get to know that part. I kind of do. I really do. (laughs) He pulls. Do you listen to music when you create stuff, David, or do you listen? to? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I listen to music. Yeah, you get in, you get into the zone. Yeah, I, um, one of my favorite pieces to listen to is the uh, Mandy soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandy Joker is a really good one. Uh, I also listen to Tool constantly, and um, but yeah, I love Mandy. I love uh, the uh, Joker soundtrack. It's really good. And uh, Quanascotzi is uh, Philip Glass. It's really good too. Fuck yeah. Well, guys, do you have anything you took away from the movie? Did it speak to you in any way? Did was there a message of any sort? Like I said, it inspired me. I mean, it, it, it gave me some really cool ideas. Okay, you know? and I appreciate and I appreciated the first like, and I you can tell too when the when the first part ended, you're like, okay, that was the original film. Right? Yeah. everything else is like filler. You know, everything else is like done separately, and I was like, meh, this is not good. But that first part. Uh, whatever. I mean, I, I would say I would take it up until when he's being dissected because I love the the shot of all the rooms of all the bodies that have been di- being dissected. Yeah, that was so a cool, cool shot. That, that was, was awesome. really neat. So yeah. cool. And it's better edited in the beginning. The first act yes. is yeah. very nice. Like, And yeah. he does a lot more shots of like feed and smaller creature, larger creature, does a lot of things with scale that make it interesting, a lot of weird stuff. Whereas the second act, I would consider the surgery part of the second act going into it but then once the second assassin shows up it's not as interesting yeah. and then the entire especially, third act you have to watch the plague doctor with the yeah that, that whole thing especially when you get into the alchemist i was i totally checked out because i was like this is like cheesy halloween imagery that we're looking at now yeah yeah you know it definitely and that baby crying was really oh dude i take away from wow. that scene was yeah. that no matter how much of a hellscape you live in children are still the fucking worst that was the final level so i did like that end scene where um the, the right before the explosion the people are tagging up and then they're getting shot at 
but then the whole thing explodes. That fucking just was amazing. Well, what was interesting to me was the alchemist. I didn't even think we call him that when he's looking through the telescope and he's looking at like the lustful video and then he's looking at the explosions and like he's getting pleasure out of these things. And like, that's why I, I go back to if he's the God character, God is cruel and he doesn't give a fuck about you. He enjoys. He's he almost enjoys sadistic because he enjoys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he enjoys, he enjoys it. it. He, he enjoys it. And it begins with that opening <clears throat> from Leviticus, you know, saying like, I'm a wrathful God and stuff like that. So I start to think like, yeah, and everything like no matter like even those cute little creatures that he was feeding the maggots, which was terrible. I was like, this is going to end badly. I knew immediately. I was just like, nothing ends well in this. Everything is sadistic and, and evil. And, and, and like when he creates the new universe, you know, it gets destroyed by the anarchists. But then the whole time I'm thinking like this entire movie is anarchy. And I think that that was what he enjoys is anarchy. He wants it because he's saying to us, life is anarchy. We just live within the rules and boundaries of what we create. But you can do whatever you want. There's terrible things you can do, obviously. And and then, you know, it's just we live within society's rules, which isn't a cycle too. What's that? Yeah. Just a vicious cycle. It's just yeah. going in circles. Yeah. I, I really, I mean, I, th- I feel like I sound like I've shit on the movie a lot. And I, I did appreciate a lot of it. Like, I, I have mad respect for anybody that can go through that process because it's clearly a labor of love. Oh, yeah. Of love to do anything like that. And while I didn't connect with it uh, personally in that regard, I did definitely recognize <clears throat> like the passion that that went into that work. And I think that's really cool. Uh, and like, I have to imagine if you're that dude and you know, you've been a friend of that dude, like that is a cool thing to be like, Hey man, this took me 30 years to make, but I made it and it exists and it's out there and certain fucking sickos are going to get off on it. And that's awesome. Uh, and, uh, it's just, I, I guess it's neat to see somebody else's passion, uh, play out, even if it isn't a hundred percent my cup of tea. And it, it's films like this. Awesome. The films like this need to be made because it doesn't follow a basic structure. It goes against the Hollywood grain and it says, listen, you can make a film about anything in any way, shape or form that you want. And so to take artistic freedom to that level to say, I'm going to make something so creepy and weird and nightmarish and out there and you're going to watch it and not be sure what you watched by the end of it. And the storyline isn't going to make sense. And maybe I don't even know what it it is. You know, like I watched interviews with him earlier. He's like, I just throw stuff in there. (laughs) Like, yeah, like we get like, there's a lot of I just throw stuff in there, and like he went through all of his puppets. He's like, I won't use all these, and it's just and and the man is he's he's probably in his 70s, I think. So, I mean, I don't know if he wants to do another one or not, but like he provided, I don't know if he has time, bro. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah, years, I mean, but does who does this inspire? Like, you know what I mean? Like, David said, this inspires him to create more creepy art, but like. Who does what child sees this or a teenager sees this movie and then that inspires them to become this filmmaker ends up making like this children crazy. are watching this guy. Well, eventually, dude, I would end up watching this one. I was, I was gonna say, man, totally you know, they, I mean, you watched all the stuff you weren't supposed to when you were a kid, yeah. probably. I know yeah. I did. This oh, is yeah. just a new a new era of of stuff you're not supposed to watch. And I I was totally joking when I said to- sickos earlier. There are there are people that have. Uh, a weird or I, I say weird in a loving way but they have an unusual taste uh and i'm sure there are are kids out there that are like feeling mm-hmm. like they don't connect when in certain ways and i hope they see this and are inspired to be a little baby jessup yeah <laughs> I, I mean that's what when i uh when i first saw sober uh tools uh first music video i remember being like i want to that's what i want to do I was so moved by it. And and I finally, and I would love if it's possible, Duck, to share that music video. Sure. Since, it, uh, since it's kind of like what this movie is. But that's what was so great about doing that music video was like, I finally, that was like a, a lifelong dream fulfilled. Yeah. You know? All right, let's take I kind of get that because uh, I guess... Tools music videos for you, like that inspiration, that cat, that click in your brain. Uh, Loving Vincent was that for me with my rotoscoping. Because I remember just seeing the trailer for Loving Vincent, like, fuck, I kind of want to do that. So I, I watched a whole bunch of videos on how they did it. I was like, you know what? I think I want to do that. And with that, I made my first fucking like 30 second rotoscoped animation with just watercolors and shit. 
everybody that's what movies like that are made for and movies like this they could inspire the next generation of ours next generation of stop motion animators yeah which needs to happen because it's a dying art form it really is i I had read that the dude uh said that he was gonna make the movie because when jurassic he had been making the movie but then jurassic park came out and he saw that like the cgi was so impressive he thought that was surely the death of yeah he was like fuck this we're done let's pack it in Yes. Well, that, you know that's one of the issues with um, uh, Kubo and the and the and the two strings. Did you ever see that stop motion movie? Yes. The problem with that is the stop motion was so perfect, people thought it was CGI. CGI, yeah. <laughs> and and that's what you stop. That's why I always do fourteen frames a second. I like the jerkiness of it because it's part of the art form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what is that? Car going off outside. We are having those storms in the area. Yeah. Uh, Raph, I'm going to mute you. Is that Raph or is that you? That's me. That's me. Can you just mute Raph anyway? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Raph. All right. Here's a little bit of Tool Silver. And Tool, if you have ever seen uh, the Brothers Quay, Tool completely were inspired by the Brothers Quay, and that's what their videos look like. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. And this is, I mean, that's obviously live, like just going through the hallways and stuff like that. And I do, somebody said they didn't like the mixture live action. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah. I, I'm fine with that. I, I wasn't prepared for it, but once I saw the Santa's little elves fighting over the Santa, <laughs> steps on them. That I was, was like, fine. Yeah, like, yeah, that that was didn't funny, bother honestly. me, but uh, it, when you got to like the full on smooth transition to the smooth live action, it yeah. really took you out of it. Yeah, it, it really did. Whenever it was the guy with the fingernails, I don't know what the story was with that. And I'm still not the like you guys said. The fingernails should have looked a lot creepier, or so just not existed. Yeah, or, or or just make him stop motion. Ha- you can still have a real guy, but have him walking in that jerky way. Yeah. Right. This is, this is an amazing music video. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I've I, this. I think Tool is probably one of those bands that if we played like a dozen of their songs, I'd recognize most, if not all of them. But I just don't know them by name or. Oh, artist. dude, you gotta yeah. listen to the Pot later. The Pot is like my favorite Tool song, hands down. Hey, hey, Duck, can you uh, see if you can find "Provoker" by Juicebox Desmond on? Uh, Provoker. Provoker. Juicebox. Juice Desmond. Desmond, that. Oh no, it's gonna be on Pornhub, not YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it is. Is this your music video? Uh huh. Oh no, shit, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. So you can see the direct inspiration on this. Yep. Yeah, man. God it- got the inspiration from this. David, you were talking about doing this at 14 frames. I, I, I think it makes it better because, like you said, it's like gives it like an inherent creepiness. Yep. Almost like in a horror movie when you have like the shape in the back and like the lights yes. are flickering and then the the things unusually further up than it should have yep. been able to get. Like it's called that- uh, that's that's called the uncanny uncanny valley. Yeah. Beautiful. How I many think- frames did you do for this one? 14 frames. Nice. Here's what I think needs to happen. I think David needs to make a movie. Because <laughs> he agree works with you. so fast. He works so fast, dude. Like, your output Yeah, time- I, I did this within a week. Now, I was I was off of work because Lindsay had COVID, but I was working 20, 10, I was down by about 12 hours a day. Yeah. And the thing is, though, the hardest thing about this, I had to shoot most of it at night because I needed to shoot in complete darkness. Sure. Were you able to do a lot of the prep during the day? Yeah, so building the sets. Like this is one of the sets I built. This is one of my favorite scenes. Watch how the cord connects. It's badass. What I did is I, I trimmed them and then played it backwards. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's a little TV that's playing uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> You gonna get any copyright violations on that? It's it's going so fast. I don't think they could. You can't even tell. Yeah. I love Back to the Future, dude. That's one of the best it's movies. So so good. That sounds like Tool right there. 
Has this band uh, contacted you at all for potentially doing anything else with them? Uh, not yet. I mean... I hope they do, man. It seems like y'all are a really good fit. Yeah, was it was... The... Oh, sorry, okay, so, you did, uh, I was, so you were asking what the story is, right? Yes, that's what I was about to so, the, the, so he told me, he gave me free artistic reign, and he said, what is the, the song's about is how social media has destroyed the world and like how it causes genocide and wars. And so what it is, is this little creature is woken up and they're he's trying to figure out how the world ended. And in the process, he gets subdued and seduced by social media. And at the very end, he gets completely taken over by uh, what he's seeing, all the imagery and then the hand, which is the, the God that put him there, brings him back up. And you'll watch it at the very end. Say so this is him being covered and the hand will come down and uh, kind of like caress him and bring him back up. Whoa. So that's the plot of Mad God? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so she pulls the cord and then the hand comes down and uh, gently there we go. caresses him and takes him back up. That was great. Now, uh, when you think of like uh, what's going to be representational of those, uh, you know, of those concepts of like social media taking over, uh, mm -hmm. do you did you plan that out, or is that kind of like at the moment how you decide that's how no, you're going to represent those? Those it was it was definitely prompts. planned out. And so what I did is I went online and I bought, I got that uh, that CTR TV. I got it for like twenty bucks online, and then I bought these little uh, TV sets. I got these for like twenty dollars, and that's the ones that are playing. I think this one plays Batman, and oh, so uh, cool. yeah, and so and that was going to be rep representative of uh, you know uh, media, social media stuff like that. And so yeah, I had it planned out. Um, actually, I had more stuff planned out, but as I was filming it, I was like, oh, I need to cut this out because I, I don't have enough time. Right. Dude, um, back back to the future. I don't know if this was an intentional thing or not, but to me, that feels like such a perfect choice for that video because it kind of represents the idea that like we do this in society all the time. Like we we let like technology instead of like helping us as a culture, we let it like consume us as a culture. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's perfect. Fuck yeah. yeah. Well, guys, is there anything else you want to say about Mad God? Any anything at all? I think we pretty much talked it through. Oh, uh, just watch it play, play a tool album on the background. Do, do drugs, high. dude. Just do, do drugs. drugs. Like honestly. I, I think I think if you play if you play tool in the background, I think it's a much more enjoyable movie. Yeah. It's I bet you one of the tool syncs up to it. It's that whole pink yep. voice. Yeah, yeah, like totally. yeah. Yes. <laughs> what I what I read online was if you play the Wizard of Oz and sync it up at the same time, <laughs> then will go with it. <laughs> Well, I, was wondering, way, I was wondering why Mad God had a yellow brick road, but you know. <laughs> what I what I love about this cast right now is the red on Duck, the purple on Javi, the green on Miles, the yellow on me, and the Power white Rangers, on Rap. baby. Dude, I'm green, y'all are fucked, yo. I don't fuck that. We are we are we are allies of the LGBTQ community, yeah. and we don't even know it. Yeah, and we're not doing this shit in June like all those hacks. We love yeah, being right? people all the time. Right. Yeah, man, baby. 365, 24, 24 seven. Yeah, dude. Love you all. <laughs> oh, oh, can I show you guys one thing? Yeah, talking about up. so uh talking about making creepy stuff. So this is actually a wind-up doll. I'll be selling this at the Oddities convention. But look oh, at wow. the oh, mask. As the doll moves, the mask kind of comes up. That, is that like a skin mask? Is that like yeah. a flesh mask? That's yeah, it's a skin mask. Uh, that's, so that's badass. Eyeball. That's awesome. Who's skin? Uh, we don't. My lawyer says I don't have to. <laughs> I, I also thought you were gonna say we don't talk about her. We don't talk about her yeah. until they find a body. He doesn't have yeah. to answer that question. I don't talk about my ex. I think it's rude. <laughs> All right, guys. Do we recommend this movie? Let's go down the line. Raph, do you recommend it? Yeah, man, I loved it. Really? You didn't sound like you did. <laughs> wow. It was great. I, I enjoyed it all the way through. I, I could have done without the people at the end. That's where I was like, fuck. Um, even the monkey, I was kind of not feeling it. Yeah, but I really enjoyed the movie all the way through. It How about fun. the bull getting jerked off by the three demon ladies? <laughs> like that? It's going to stick with me. All right, yes, Hobbs, so do you recommend it? Absolutely, I do. Absolutely. I mean, it's like, you, you're probably going to like hit like Miles, or you're going to hit that 
point where you're like, okay, yeah, I think I'm all like freaked out for, for today. This needs to end. <laughs> but uh, like yeah. 18 minutes in, I was like 18 like, minutes. Honestly, for me, you <laughs> can watch 45 minutes and actually walk away feeling relatively good. So yeah, you know, I just, I really like this movie and I appreciate for what it is and all that went into it. I think that's what I really love about this movie more than anything than the actual movie itself and the imagery. It was just like the whole creation of it and the story behind it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Perseverance. Perseverance. I just like the fact that he gave a bunch of like students and stuff like that a chance to work on a movie and work on something interesting because that's most of all the work was done by volunteers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Maz, do you recommend it? Uh, if you're in a headspace that you are mentally comfortable enough that you enjoy taking like dark drug trips and that's something you already do on a regular basis anyway, this legitimately does feel like an acid movie that I, I would enjoy. I wish I would have tried it like in that mindset. Honestly, I didn't really do enough research going in to realize that that's what we are getting into. Um, as is man i think if you heard this really does feel like one of those like if you've heard us talking about it and you're like man that sounds sick then this movie's for you but if you've been listening to us and you're like oh god that sounds sick then probably not for <laughs> <laughs> I, I do got one last question did anybody else like get a panic attack in the operating room scene with the like the the second hand of the no. clock guy like slowing down Yes. Yeah. 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 I did. It, 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 that <laughs> was not good for me. <laughs> that, yeah. that was so fucking triggered. It got me the first time. I was like, "I'm not gonna go for it this time." But yeah, full blown panic attack. As a, it's good. It elicits a reaction <laughs> out of you. That's the point. David, right. do you recommend it? I recommend watching the first 35 minutes and then shutting off. Watch, watch the original the music. Yeah, and with, <laughs> and put and put on uh, put on uh, the the newest Tool album on in the background. Right. That's well, how that's how you should watch this. Well, you would want to watch the end though. Fast forward to the end after those 35 minutes because everything explodes and you get some satisfaction from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of explosion action. And Wait, I are you just are you just like talking about the sexual activity that you had while watching this movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It turns out Javi, I'm sorry, Raph's sex tape also syncs up perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> um and I will highly recommend it. I think it is awesome. I, I'm just so happy to see something different and weird and out there. And I can't wait for David Jessup's movie. That's what I'm, I'm yep. looking forward to. So uh, hopefully this inspires him to say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go for it. I mean, you basically, you guys just saw a short version of a movie. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. want to see that more. Basically is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's fucking awesome. Hey everyone, it's just Duck jumping in here real quick to say thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. If you're enjoying it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just so you know, the next section of the podcast will be clips from the movie, so you can find replays of the live video stream at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. Once again, all links can be found in the description. Come check out our live stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And for a full list of future films, check out our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. And with that, back to the horror cast. Let us get to some clips of this. We'll watch some weirdness again. All right, here we go. Great poster, by the way. Yeah. All right. Underwater clouds. All right, I... I, I did this clip very specifically because the way this is done, it is a very old school. You take a fish tank, okay, and you take a bunch of balloons with dye in it, and you actually pour the dye in. And what you're actually seeing, these clouds are dye uh, coming down into the water and floating in, and I think that is very cool. Also, that tower is definitely representation of Dante's Inferno. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. They sell that at PetSmart for like $12. <laughs> but it's rainbow, so you'll have to paint it black yourself. Yeah. Down we go. Dude, I do love the aesthetic of the assassin, though. Oh, the, I want that action figure. What, are the, what a great action figure that would be. He yeah. comes with a Jeep and a beat-up motorcycle. <laughs> I love that cavern with all the different gods and creatures of like uh, uh, Did you see Robbie the robot? Uh, yeah, I saw him at. Uh, I didn't clip it. I forgot to, but yeah, I saw him at the, basically when he gets out of the thing and starts walking. I thought that was cool. That's so a cool skull my, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think they're at the Smithsonian there, maybe. 
It's like night at the museum, right? Are these elves or not? I thought they were because they were holding Santa Claus. It was hilarious. I think they were gnomes. But it is a Santa Claus. Yeah, they're gnomes. Bam. Now they're no more alone. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> now they're no longer living. Oh, never mind. Oh, no, 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 don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> no <laughs> longer living. <laughs> That's a bad joke. Stabbing pleasures. Mm. That's so weird. And I just... and so that's the the other guy's house, right? The where, where our I called him the Groblin when he comes yeah. out with the big old teeth and stuff like that. This Groblin <laughs> cool creature, man. Looks like a disfigured. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so disturbing. He's got a severe underbite. <laughs> also, that was right great too. That, so that, that guy's an egg. Then he gets that. What's that, Raph? Uh, he was fishing for the rat, the guy, and then he gets got. Yep. Yeah, and then he gets him. It's so bizarre. Bro, you, if you guys ever play this on PS4, it's called Little Nightmares. Oh, yeah. I love that game, dude. This game, that, that reminded me of this game a little bit. Especially with, like, the, the ones in the kitchen levels. Yeah. yeah. What's it called, Hobby? Little Nightmares. It I is. It's, I think it's made by the same guys that did Limbo. It oh, is. Yeah. And inside. Yeah. I was thinking Army Men. Electric chairs. Those were fun games. I fuck with Army Men. Mm-hmm. That was an awesome game. One of my favorites. Yeah, now, this was one puppet to superimpose multiple times. So oh, cool. I thought that was pretty cool. The fact that it looks seamless, like it looks like the same one. So they used every filmmaking technique to do this movie. That's why I impressed me. And then the shitting, I didn't understand it, but hey, I'm not doing it. What's feeding whatever the fuck is feeding something uh, else? Oh, it's so disturbing. I love feeding it. Feeding the dust. Said by David, too. <laughs> 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 All right, the drones. Dude, there's a, some creepy eyes in this movie. Like, they really yeah. did a good job on the eyes. Absolutely. That's because they were real. They used real human eyes. <laughs> My God. My God, man. It was on the IMDb trivia. That's I and immediately I thought like you did hobby about the corporate, you know, America. So, uh, mm-hmm. Some duck-sized balls. Huge. <laughs> oh, that's so fucked up. See, I thought those were eyeballs or titties at first. Yeah, I thought they were just like cocktails or something like that. Yeah, he just pinched them. Those were titties. <laughs> Baby, it felt mo- like that. It felt that way. When I just thought them at work. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that. It's so good. He's got a mouthful of smegma. Doesn't that remind you guys of the uh, the doctor's uh, map in Dead by Daylight where all the TVs? Oh, yeah. 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 No. oh you couldn't have timed that better assassin's comrade but you see that they're dust bunnies that's all they are they're so so i love it because they come out as like like dust bunnies and then they gather like lint and dirt and shit like that the longer they survive i thought that was pretty cool and like i said this little moment where he reaches out like he wants to be more than what he is he's like help the concept's cool. The, the guy's trying to get him somewhere and destroy and put this bomb, so he's trying to destroy it. But just what's what's happening is crazy as fuck. Not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Setting the bomb. Oh yeah. So it's a suicide mission, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, God sends all his sons to die for his sins. Oh shit, dude. Yep, go ahead and leave your briefcase with everyone else's boy. <laughs> what that's a perfect ending. Perfect yep. ending. Okay. Yep. Boom. Yeah, I agree. An audience. Even though I did enjoy this, this looks yeah. like this this looks like that closer music video, Miles. You're right. Yeah, totally. 
just strips them naked. So weird. Oh, uh, get rid of that. Did you guys ever see Time Bandits? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Those creatures remind me of the creatures at the end of Time Bandits. Yeah, the Time horns. Bandits. Well, we didn't even mention that. This movie's kind of a labyrinth type movie where a character goes on an adventure in a land that's uh, not normal or, or very foreign to them. I love movies like that. Like, yeah. Alice yeah. Kind of situations. Yeah. Alice in Wonderland, definitely. Yeah. So I love any movie that takes you. Wizard of Oz, same thing, where you meet characters along the way and you go on this grand adventure in a foreign land. I just love that stuff. Surgery. Fish, fish out of water. Yeah. Wow, what a great shot. Yeah. That, I, oh, man. I made I, I sure like, I put that in there for you. Like, I yes. was like, David would love that shit. That was where I even knew you were going to be on the cast, but I was just like, David would love the, this shot. That, to me, that that's an inspiration. I want to make an art piece like that. I've had multiple levels of little operation scenes with dolls inside of them. Yeah, that'd be badass. And like I said, they filmed this backwards and then uh, and then cut up like the, the frames of the animation or the live action frames. That's what makes it so jittery and cool. I mean, this part works, right? Yeah, no, I, like I said, I, I like this part. And I think in small doses, there's a lot of pieces throughout the entire thing. They're really fucking cool. It just it, you just kind of get a little burned out on it trying to sit through an yeah. hour and a half of yeah. it in a row. Yeah. I, I after this though is when I lost interest. Yeah. After this is it after this when the uh, long nail doctor show, guy shows up. Yeah, for that really long scene. Yeah. But, uh. And then they do come back to her after him, but it takes forever. Yeah. I like All the fact that this nurse doesn't have a choice but to do this job. And she, and she looks hot. Her. I don't know why, but she looks yeah, hot. Yeah, I, it was a weird erection for me, too. Yeah, the eyes, man. And I Did think we all get a weird erection for that scene? Just make sure. I think also because of COVID, we, we got used to seeing women wearing masks. Yeah. So we, yeah. we kind of got used to, like, getting turned on just by eyes. It's the scrub. It's like uh, Ty over at uh, Improv said to me once. She goes, if people show a little bit of their face, I get turned on. She's like, show me your face. Yeah. <laughs> Three witches slash oracles. I don't know. Uh, they, so they make the new map every time, I guess. So but that reminded me of the, the oracles from what is it? Hercules? Hercules? Yeah. That goblin was kind of hot. I don't know what you guys thought about that. Uh, all about that. This is obviously Photoshop and it doesn't look terrible, but it looks so different than the original beginning. Yeah, like, yeah, that's like some Monty Python animation. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, it, you can tell that this was made separately. Mm. Yeah. You know? I think the aspect ratio might have even changed at a certain point. I do remember at this scene, I was thinking to myself, uh, are there more doors or wheels in this world? <laughs> <laughs> Driving alone. Miles. That's a cool shot. That's a beautiful shot. Why is that all I'm thinking of right now? I was like, holy shit, are there more doors? <laughs> <laughs> it's that meme, meme of the person sleeping in the bed and the brain talking to him is going to be Hobby tonight. <laughs> you have more doors? Yeah, I, think, more I think he's thinking about other girls. <laughs> but then, if you think about it, a car has four wheels. Most cars have two doors, but do the trunk and the hood count as a door? Oh, that's a good point. Well, then they do the gears count as, weir- as wheels. Miles, what the <laughs> fuck did you do to me? Yeah, there's another wheel in that you use to steer, so it actually has more wheels. Plate oh keeper. my god! Too high, hobby. This scene would be better if she was in lingerie. <laughs> I think just three masks. She Ooh, the plate keeper. Them. You want to no, see the plate keeper? Or... I do. Wait, she doesn't have an N95 or N95? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm out. I'm such, a, I'm such a COVID snob. I'm like, oh, she's not wearing an N95. I don't want to fuck with her. So the nurse and the doctor were played by a couple of the students of uh, Bill Tippett. He was just like, let's just go film this stuff, basically. Like young young students? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't know this one was going to get creepier. <laughs> Dude, what are we watching? <laughs> See, this, is, this, is, this is why I never strive to be famous because I know I'll get canceled. Yeah. Hey, David, so the secret is just say you're going to keep getting canceled and you will never get, never canceled. get canceled. Yeah, there we go. 
Just keep saying that after, before and after every podcast. Oh, yeah. we'll get canceled for this one. You know what? Or you just do what Trump did. Just own up to everything or just deny everything. Just like, yeah, I said it. I said it. Whatever. <laughs> or, or don't it's just, or... It's just uh, was it like a locker room talk? Just locker room talk. <laughs> Between the boys, okay. It's a good impression, by the way. Is, po- is podcast talk like the 20 years down the road version of locker room? Oh, 100%, dude. <laughs> I, I, did, you, did you guys see the uh, SNL skit that was cut from TV, but it was uh, John... Uh, Delaney doing a uh, a podcast, and he because he kept on getting in trouble for it. So it's like the uh, the Fisher Price version of a podcast. John Mulaney. Yeah, yeah John Mulaney. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I do. I think I sent that out actually. Oh, you, you guys, did. You did yeah, send that out. Yeah, that was such was a so good fucking, fucking funny. sketch, dude. It was man, <laughs> so perfect. It was like the the white guys Fisher yes. Price podcast. <laughs> podcast. Don't worry, honey. This isn't going out to anyone. I can say yeah. the n word as much as I want. <laughs> and what's what's fun? Did you notice on the box it says age is thirty and up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spiders suck. I like this. This part was creepy, and I enjoyed it because I'm sadistic. I guess. I feel like this is the point too, where it was very much like, "Hey, by the way, if you didn't know this was supposed to be watched on drugs, we just wanted to put this scene in to make sure that you knew you were supposed to have watched this on drugs." Hey, what what kind of drugs should I have taken? Mushrooms. (laughs) How do I know? Because look, there's they're in there. (laughs) Yeah. A cruel god. What drug should I have taken? All of them. Pretty much, yes. Candy dish that shit. Look at that ass. Bobby, how's that ass? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice, thick 1920s style. Oh, yeah, all day. You know, she got bush too. <laughs> mm. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even have razors until the 40s. You're good. Yeah. It's going to be thick. <laughs> oh, that's a dense bush you got there. She got bush. <laughs> <laughs> you You got to go in there with duct tape, man, and separate that stuff, spread no. it out. No. Uh, Creation. Did they, did no, he's just not going to buy any floss ever again. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to be picking old Gertrude out of my teeth for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Helga. Oh, Jesus Christ, Mildred. That is a lot of pubis. I think that you're right. There is a certain point where you just see too much creepy stuff in this movie and get used to it. Like, it becomes That's, desensitized to it. Yeah. Right. Right. Chicken nuggets are made right there. That was that scene. <laughs> That's the secret. <laughs> That's a secret batch right there. And then the flashes are slowed down. I don't know what these are supposed to mean, but I slowed them down. There's a lot of religious iconography in this uh, moment. There's the masturbating uh, thing. Yeah. That's creepy as hell. Uh, yeah, I don't. I a random them. noose just in there. <laughs> a bloody cross. And they're coming down off of the drug at this point. <laughs> yeah. The depression is kicking back in. The oh noose. no! <laughs> I, I imagine this is almost like when you're working your way out of the K hole. Yeah. Did they have to show everybody with masks? It's like, hey, it's COVID times. Those were all the animators. I bet you do- those were all yeah. the suits I volunteered. Yeah, I think you're right. right. They all got they all got bumped from an F to a D. <laughs> that last one with the glasses, though. Just got just got to have an image in my picture, man. <laughs> you're gonna get through this class. All right, y'all. That is the clips. Let's move on to recommendations. First one will be The Wall by Pink Floyd. If you've never seen it, maybe it's Other. time to do so. It is fucking weird, just like this movie. It's got so much going on and it. it's obviously got a message as an anti-war message. And I love the album, The Wall. I am a Pink Floyd fan. I don't know if everyone else is, but I, yeah. I, I dig. Yeah. Floyd, so. uh, I love I love this movie. Yeah, so it is great. Uh, the next one will be stop motion wise. I always go back to this one, but Mary and Max, I fucking love this. So movie. fucking good. It's got I the haven't feels, seen this one. It's got the animation. Everything about it is great from beginning to end. The, the, the soundtrack, the narration, the, the laughs work. And I, if you don't cry like a little bitch by the end of it, you don't have a song. Yeah. There's no way because it's just it, it's so heartbreaking. It's really good. It's so good. So yep. good. Uh, you guys got any recommendations? Yes, I do, sir. Um, yes, sir. Adventures of Tom Thumb. 
Uh, what I want to look this up yes. real quick. Yeah, do 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 the trailer. Do the trailer, man. It's not your typical fucking kid's story either. The secret I'm excited of to Tom see Thumb? how this yes, the secret adventures chain, uh, of Tom Thumb. How the origins of this grocery chain got started. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this you. looks so creepy. <laughs> It's a British film. What'd you expect? Hmm. Oh, it's creepy as hell. Is it? I'm only seeing a gray screen. It's not. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. Oh, you're not seeing anything? Not bad. I was all excited. Hold on. Give me one second to share. I mean, that gray screen, the screen was pretty cool. Yeah, dude. It wasn't like a normal gray. It was a pretty dope gray. You guys seeing anything now? Yes. Yes, we are. Okay. Directed by Dave Borthwick. All right. I am done already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you see, hopefully they'll show the humans walking around. See? See the stop motion with the humans? That's yeah. cool. Tom gave his parents a happy reason for their own poor existence. He's a real baby. You know another movie I could recommend just watching this is Meet the mm. Eagles. Have you guys ever oh, seen Oh, yeah. No, I haven't. What a fucking trip, dude. Check yeah. it out sometime. It is basically if you took the Muppet Show and added sex, drugs, and rock and roll to it. And it's uh, the guy that directed King Kong. Yeah, it's Peter Jackson. Yeah. It's his uh, second movie. So, what a trip. Yeah, dude, this looks terrifying. However, fate was and you love this movie, David? Oh, love it. Love it. I own it. I can't watch it. It's so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it looks right, interesting. Um, this I check uh, out. Another thing, and if you would duck, see, see if you can play this. Uh, do um, close to you mirror mask. Close to you mirror mask. That's is a that fucking movie. Another movie, the Jim Henson uh, movie. Yes, oh. but it's that scene. It's that. It's that song by the Carpenters. Are you seeing it? Yes. Yeah. Is that Natalie Imbruglia? Oh, kind of looks like. I it. don't want to wait. <laughs> no, no, she sang "Torn." Oh, that's how she did. did and she's lying naked on the floor. I'm lying naked on the floor. Isn't "I don't want to wait" Jewel or no, Dick Dawson? I, I don't want to wait. Is that? Uh, yeah, so it's Natalie Imbruglia. No, it's uh, this the girl who sang "Bitch." I'm a bitch. No, 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 no. We're looking this up. That's no way. That's right. You're thinking of uh, Cheryl. Uh, not Shelko, Meredith Meredith Baxter Burnin Val- Valerie Bertinelli oh, This is creepy as fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus <laughs> And this was made by the Jim Henson Company y'all like for real uh, We're both wrong it's Paula Cole Yeah I knew that <laughs> Did you <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Definitely dope. Yeah, it's creepy as fuck. And then one last thing is just right. uh, the bro- their brother's quay. The Anything brother. about their bro- the brother's quay? The brother's, the brother's quay. quay. Q U A Y. There Rachel. we go. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Just go to that one. The brother's quay. So, ba- or uh, oh no, no. Go back, duck. Impressions, yeah. impressions. The that one right there. Impressions. So these guys are two brothers that basically just sat in their house and made these weird stop motion videos. But it's what inspired uh, the guy that uh, Adam Jones that did all the, he's a guitar player for Tool. And so he saw these and they inspired him to do those music videos. So without without the Brothers Quay, we have no Tool music videos. Oh my God. Is this supposed to be like, oh wow, that's creepy. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Cool. So this inspired you, definitely. Yeah, yes. This is this and Tool uh, were huge inspirations on me. I would say but both of them together. What do you think it is about stop motion that, that brings out that that uh, uncanny valley feeling in people? It's it's the jerkiness. It's the fact that it's it's motion, it's movement, but it's not human. Yeah. 
and it's imi- it's imitating human almost well enough to be right, but not quite. Yeah. I think, like also, also another thing too, Doc. I love I love toys, and so it's action figures, it's dolls, it's and the fact that you know, like you never watch a stop motion movie and be like, oh, that's real. You know it's fake, and you know how it's done. So I love the idea that it's movement made by moving something over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, it's I, the I, appreciation of the art form behind it, the fact that it's dolls and the fact that it's just creepy. Even though it's something as simple as a doll moving, it's just so creepy. And I love And you know shit. how much time is put into it. I mean, even oh, yeah. a kid, like I remember I wanted to do stop motion animation. I just knew how much work was put into it. And and it's always been one of those things. But it's that art form that the challenge I think is part of the fun. You know what I mean? Where you're like you see incrementally the art come together and the you know it's so difficult though man that's why i can't think of uh stop motion though without thinking of that scene from parks and recreation Recreation. where ben is just like could a depressed person do this (laughs) seven (laughs) seconds (laughs) yeah Yeah, i worked on that for two weeks (laughs) absolutely Okay, I also have a recommendation. Yeah, it's uh, honestly, it got a theatrical release. It's pretty mainstream. Uh, came out in two thousand nine. Uh, it's the number nine. It, or just oh, yeah. I nine fucking is, love uh, number nine. It's number nine it's, three. A lo- it's a lot more sensical of a film, but a lot of the imagery from what we watched today uh, kind of reminded me of that movie. The assassin kind of like had the number nine vibe to him, though. Like yeah. I could actually see him rolling with those guys like, <laughs> and fire along with him and shit. Number nine was a great short film that got what got hugely popular online, yeah. and the guy got got a budget to make a full length feature. Example of like making it short, seeing if you get people on board before you put out an hour and a half of this nonsense. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Raph, what you got? You got any recommendations? Uh, man, as a kid, I remember Wallace and Gromit. That was <laughs> one of my favorites. They had a lot of the short films of those, but I, I love the Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Curse of the World Were Rabbit was pretty good. Uh, oh, and Sean the Sheep, too. That was a good one. Javi, what you got? Uh, I got two. Okay. Uh, they're not horror. That's fine. And, uh, but my first one is going to be I fucking love this movie. It's very near to dear my heart. It's uh, James and the Giant Peach. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Like, yeah, and that movie. was such a really good. That is when you could actually mix live action and uh, stop motion puppetry and when it goes together well. Where it doesn't feel forced, it's just like okay, yeah, I can see these sharing the same space together. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my third one is not stop motion; it's rotoscope. I'm going to throw out there loving Vincent. My second one, my second one. <laughs> I was going to say third one. Uh, <laughs> this, loving Vincent, like I love the movie itself. The movie is really fucking good. But what I find even more compelling, much like with Mad God, was the creation of it. Thirty-two thousand oil paintings. Were not fucking like paintings with watercolor and ink. No, these were straight up oil painters that were painting in the style of fucking Van Gogh. Yeah. Thirty-two over, I think it was like thirty-two thousand seven hundred twenty-six, something like that, to make this one movie completely rotoscope and just the way it's done, how they go, how like it leads mm-hmm. the lead main characters like different sections. You gotta find out what happened to Van Gogh and like he'll go into various paintings of Van Gogh and it's just like, oh, it's just really fucking good. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I would say also The Nightmare for Christmas because I'm a basic bitch like that. I don't care. I love <laughs> no, it. No, that's a great, that's that's a great, great movie, movie, bro. Fucking so Caroline. Love it. Fucking love it. All right, guys. Well, that is a look at Mad God. Next week, we'll take a look at another Javi movie with Wicked City. Uh, just happened to fall on Javi got two picks back to back because of birthday and regular pick. We don't count the birthday picks. So, uh Anime next week, so if everyone wants to skip, why you gotta say it like that, bro? Hey, everybody, welcome to Camp Flash Hardcast. I'm your only camp counselor. That would be awesome. All right. Oh uh, my gosh, actually gonna happen. (laughs) Let's go down the line real quick, Hobby. Where can they find you on the internet? Did you forget? You can find find me at uh, Hobby Bear. Studios on Instagram and Javi Bear and just Javi Bear on TikTok. If you like mediocre content, bro, things are gonna give you a mild chuckle. Hit me up on TikTok. Ah, dude, it's not mediocre. It's good shit. Miles, where can they find you on the internet? 
Uh, you can find me following Javi because he's always posting women, like super thick women. So that's, that's her. That's her I, I love yeah. thick women. They're the best. No, you can check me out at Mr. Most Days Off uh, pretty much everywhere. And then if you're interested in my Simpsons podcast, you can find that at Best Darn Diddly. That's D-I-D-D-L-Y. Fuck yeah. And David, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, Stop Motion Nightmares on Facebook and Children of Dave on Instagram. Uh, this Saturday, March 26th, Fair Park. Oddities and Curiosities Expo, 10 to 6, Hell be yeah. there. Um, and then Javi, April 16th, uh, Jesus, Burlesque. <laughs> I'm, going. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. All right, buddy. Who's All coming right. with me? It's going to be Javi's <laughs> first and last burlesque show. He's going to be asked not to come back again. <laughs> Sir, why did you come with singles? That's not what this is. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, you can find us on the internet at wearepodcast.podbean.com where you can find all the podcasts. Please check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at backslash wearepodcast. And you can find us, of course, every Monday here for Camp Slash Forecast, where we talk horror movies from the past live on Twitch at 8 p.m. Central, except for the first Monday of every month going forward. So it'll be three to four weeks out of the month, but the first Monday we'll be taking off. So with that said, guys, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Keep horror in your heart. Keep it in your heart. Keep it in your heart. And uh, with that, I am going to cut the feed. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And there it is. Thank you again so much for checking out the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And sings, this is Camp Slash Horrorcast. If you want to check us out live, we will be on Twitch and YouTube every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time. You can find us at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you're going to love the other podcasts here on the We Are Podcast Network. We have We Are Air, where we talk movies, entertainment, whatever the fuck we want to talk about. That's me, that's Jake, and that's Hobby. We're breaking down that pop culture, and we're having so much fun. And don't forget to check out We Are Bagoo, a video game podcast, where we talk Atari to Steam and everything in between. That's me and Dr. Ethan Eastwood breaking down all that video game lore. Heroes, Jeros, a Dungeons and Distractions side quest. Me and the boys were playing some D&D. You can start that one from Season 1, Episode 1. It's a blast the whole way through. And I hate being sober. Personal stories from epic people. I sit down with some of my favorite people of all time. We talk about their trials, their tribulations, and their journey this far. Also, check the links in the description for our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast network. With that said, hopefully we see you in the live stream.